94.9 The River. I'm Rochelle, and I'm so excited to share with you our conversation now with Tristan Prettyman since the release of her album, Cedar and Cold. I wanted to catch up with you and see how things have changed since you were through town last. Yeah, actually, my mom just told me she watched uh, the performance from the studio. And really? She was, like, she was like, yeah, it was so good. You're in Boise, Idaho. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> Um, yeah, things have been crazy, uh, but really good. A whirlwind. I'll bet. What was it like performing My Oh My on the Jay Leno show? Oh, super fun. You know, that was the second time I've been on his show, and um, it, awesome because Bill Maher was the guest, um, but really great. You know, the first time you go on and do those things, they, they feel... Uh, I feel real nervous, but um, actually this one was funny because I, was, I wasn't nervous, and then I got nervous about not being nervous, and then I eventually <laughs> made myself nervous. Uh, but it was, it was fun. You know, I get to get, to get all dressed up. And oh, yeah. Cedar and Gold, the new album is out now. You want to tell us about the album title? Sure. Um, the title comes from, uh, there's a couple different parts of the story, but um, basically about a year ago I moved back into my childhood home um, where my mom was pregnant with me and I was born and we lived there until I was about four. And then uh, my family has kept it as a rental ever since. And I moved back in there. I, my dad was a contractor, so he helped me remodel it. And it's a tiny little 600 square foot kind of cabin, cabiny kind of little house. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was making, I wrote a lot of the, a lot of the songs at that house uh, and I when I was done with the record trying to come up with the title I, I wanted to call it Say Anything but there's already a movie Say Anything and there's a band called Say Anything mm-hmm. and I was getting this sort of uh, feeling like I needed to dig a little deeper and I was out with a friend for lunch and he was telling me how he was studying alchemy which is the process of turning lead into gold right um, and he looked at me and said it's essentially what you've been doing with your songs you've been taking sort of all the crap that's happened to you and you know turning it into something positive and uh, making it into art and I really love that and I love the sort of magical um, idea that comes with alchemy uh, and then the second part of it is so I had a dream uh, my grandma came to me which she often does and it, her head was sort of like the genie in Pee Wee Herman <laughs> and she just sort of appeared right before I woke up and, and, and said to me cedar and gold and I woke up and I thought did I really just dream that right now <laughs> that is really weird and I walked out into my living room and uh, I realized of course you know the whole inside of my house and in the living room the walls and the ceiling are cedar and so I I like to say that the cedar held the space for me to uh, turn everything into gold. That's an awesome story, and I'd like to pretend that I don't know what you're talking about with the genie, but I loved that show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who didn't love right. you, Herman? How was your first couple days of sales on the album? Uh, I think good. You know, I a lot of people keep asking me like, how do how do you feel? And um, I I feel really calm, and I I don't like to look at any of the iTunes stuff or the sales because mm-hmm. I know. You know, for us, this this record for me was such a. It's been such a journey. It didn't just sort of happen. It didn't just sort of get written. And um, so I like to think that on the back end, you know, with the record coming out and uh, becoming available to people, I want it to be a nice slow journey, and mm-hmm. I want it to sort of build. I don't want it to kind of blow up right away. Um, I want people to really get a chance to like discover it and, and get to know it and get to know the songs and get to come to some shows and kind of um, and check some stuff out. So, but I think it's it's doing better than than we expected. I guess it mm-hmm. it uh, went past the I don't know. I think the sales the first day were like six thousand or something like great, that. Great, great. Um, so you know it's been good, and I'm, I'm obviously just happy to have the music out finally, and um, I'm really excited to get back on the road. 
Sure. Didn't I see that you also have an artist in performance? I did. Yeah. I'm really excited about that. What was that like? Um, that was I. I uh, it was actually just in their in their loft mm-hmm. space in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, my guitar player Steve and I we just went in and did that acoustic. Um, they're very very lovely though, very lovely. What's it like to have a relationship completely open to the public from beginning to end? I mean, it's hard enough when you're just somebody who doesn't do that. But what's it like to be you? Uh, you know, it's weird. It's weird because I wonder like if I was just writing this about someone no one knew mm-hmm. you know it wouldn't be in the headlines it wouldn't be like Tristan Prettyman splits from you know <laughs> Brian Conley it'd be <laughs> right. like no one would care um so and you know for me that's where I write from I write from a space of like it doesn't really matter who the who I'm writing about um it definitely I think you know people are definitely more interested because I think it's a little more gossipy mm-hmm. and a little more dramatic but uh, it's fine you know I I at the end of the day just try to remember to stay true to myself and um, and 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 be polite and kind you know this wasn't like a, a super nasty breakup it was it was more just really bummed you know mm-hmm. I, I definitely have days where I you know, wish like any, I'm sure we've all felt this way. Just, you know, wished you would have like put in a little more effort, wish, wish you could have worked through the hard times, you know, why did it fall apart? But I have to believe that the universe, uh, has something better in store, um, and, you know, has a different plan. And, uh, you know, it led me to making a really, really beautiful record and really, uh, writing from a space that I hadn't previously kind of tapped into. So for that, I'm, I'm super grateful. I gotta go Time to spread my wings fly Higher than the blue sky Never did me any good Waiting around Only so much that my heart can take It doesn't matter what you say Wishing for all we could have been Just so you know, just so you know
but we both know it's too late. Just so you know, just so you know, I never thought you'd let me go. It's a subject that touches a lot of people, and I think you've handled it very much with grace. Thank you. You've got the new album, a tour, and how are your vocal cords healing up? I know you kind of went through some stuff there for a while. Is it all better now? Yeah, I had surgery about a year ago. Uh, that was a, a very intense uh, moment of time because uh, obviously I didn't know. You know, the decision to have the surgery on my vocal cords felt really great. But, um, you know, you wonder if your voice is going to come back the same, if it's going to ever, you know, feel as strong. And I got to say, it's come back, you know, better than ever, stronger than ever. Um, It's holding up great. And I definitely am uh, taking much better care of it than I ever have. And, uh, you know, trying to get enough rest and doing my warm ups. And I've been working with a vocal coach. So it it definitely makes things a lot easier, you know, being able to go on stage and not worry if I'm going to hit a note or uh, feeling like I never before you know, took very great care of it. I just sort of like, oh, I I just, I can sing. Mm -hmm. And I would kind of walk on (laughs) stage and wonder what was going to happen. And and it it takes a lot of stress out of it, you know, really taking care of it and training it. I can can kind of walk onto the field with confidence. Um, We've got some of those videos, like you were mentioning, that your mom had watched up on our YouTube channel. And I wanted to read to you one of the comments that someone had left on, uh, I was going to marry you, and see what you think about this. They said, oh, sweet thing, could see her fighting the tears at the end, makes that song so much more powerful. I really hope she gets over him and finds someone better. I saw her in concert once, and she was so witty and charming on stage, not to mention how she's a gorgeous and lovely lady. She has no end of suitors that would happily take his place. <laughs> Which brings me to uh, the really fun song, The Rebound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, re- <laughs> the Rebound is like the breath of fresh air on the record. It's a pretty funny song about um, seeing a guy in Trader Joe's and, and talking to him for a, a quick minute. That I remember that. I mean, that, that really happened, and I, I remember... I remember going to Trader Joe's and I was sort of, you know, just in that stage of like, you know, you're accepting that you're single and, you know, is anyone ever going to like me again? And then I am flirting with this guy in Trader Joe's and I'm thinking to myself, oh, well, this might not be so bad. Mm -hmm. You know, it's fun. So, uh, yeah, it's got like every banana reference. That's what she said. (laughs) I saw you at the produce stand. By the tangerines, bananas in your hand. We talk for five, yeah, maybe more. You don't got a girlfriend anymore. And you're fing hot, and I'm around for the rebound. For the rebound. Gotta knock it off Gotta go to bed You and your banana Stuck in my head But then you called And boy I came That's what she said For ten days straight Take off your pants Right now For the rebound
tell me your name one more time while I check you out at the checkout line we wave goodbye and now he knows the magic happens at Trader Joe's so hit me up cause I'm always down for the rebound The New York Daily News a few days ago suggested you might be a reformed commitment phobe. Now, how do you get from that place to complete vulnerability to where are you now? Um, a reformed commitment phobe. Mm-hmm. Um, what that's like meaning I'm afraid to be in a relationship. Reformed, I think, means that you know you got over it, you did the relationship, and then now this. So, where are you at now? Yeah. Um. I'm stoked now, you know? I feel like, it's funny, I was talking to someone on Twitter, I was talking to one of my fans, and she was saying, you know, because this album, in, on the inside, it says, um, this album is dedicated to anyone who's ever surrendered. Mm. And what I mean by that is just surrendering to everything, surrendering to uh, your ego, surrendering to letting yourself fall in love, surrendering, surrendering to letting yourself be in a vulnerable space, uh, and surrendering to just, you know, being in the present. And... Um, she was saying, you know, I've, I surrendered once to love and I got, you know, totally brokenhearted and I just don't know if I can do it again. And I, I said to her, you have to, though, because, you you know, when we put ourselves in vulnerable situations and, and let ourselves feel things, you know, even if it is sadness, it means that we're living and we're and we're alive and we're we're taking chances and we're taking risks. And, you know, I'm excited to um, to like be in another relationship and uh, and. I've learned so much from my past relationships and also so much through this journey about who I am and um, that, you know, it's it's really great. I, I bet I think the one thing I've learned actually that's that I'm practicing right now with someone is just letting them be, letting mm-hmm. them be who they are and, and not trying to change them and uh, not, you know, saying like nagging on them. Like I, I think I was a bit of a nagger before maybe and not saying like you should do this or you should do that or why are you doing that and just really like – letting the person be them and uh and and seeing how in letting someone be them they let you be you and you know it becomes this really beautiful dance that you get to do with someone and obviously I'm on the road so it's it's a bit crazy right sure. now but um but yeah I'm I'm excited to like see what you know the next relationship brings and um I'm just so fascinated by like humans and our connection and what draws us to each other and um, and I have to believe that everything happens for a reason. Right. You sound so positive and healthy. You know, in the last couple months ago when you were here, I think things were a little more fresh and you were very, very sad. And I can see now, even in the recent interviews I've seen of you online, I can see a light coming back in your eyes. So it's really good to see you come out of this the way you are. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, just one more quick question. Is it true you considered going into culinary school for a while? <laughs> I did. Yeah, I love cooking. Um, what do you like to cook? Um, 
Well, I've I've realized I'm really bad at baking, (laughs) but I'm really good um, doing like kind of vegan dishes. And I love experimenting with like a like getting a, you know, like a CSA box, like a fresh farm box Mm -hmm. um, and just sort of like whipping something up. Or um, I love just taking whatever's in the fridge and and making something out of it. But, um, you know, I love like pasta sauces Mm. and um, I love making kale chips. And I do, too. I tried those the first time this year and they're amazing. They're so good. And uh, and soups like I really want a crock pot, mm-hmm. mom, mom, wink, wink, <laughs> mom, if you're listening. And uh, yeah, so uh, it was in between culinary school and actually becoming a yoga instructor. Cool. Do you think we'd expect any kind of celebrity cookbook from you in the future? Then maybe because I have this like taco obsession. If you haven't mm-hmm. noticed, or anyone could could right. wake me up, and I'm sure tacos will come up. Sure. Um, that I might maybe I'll do like a taco book or something. I think it would be a fantastic idea. Yeah. Tristan Prettyman, thanks so much for talking with us. The new album, Cedar and Gold, everybody should pick it up. Thanks for sharing your feelings with us, your music and yourself. We really appreciate it. Come back to Boise soon on this tour, okay? Oh, thank you so much. I will. If I could say anything, anything, what would it be? Good question for our destined reality. I would tell you that I love you. Even when it didn't show I would tell you that I love you, baby By now I hope you know If you could go anywhere, anywhere What would you see? Take a step in any direction Just make believe If your mind is always moving Hard to get your heart up off the ground Yeah, your mind was always moving But your thoughts never made a sound And we won't break If we let go say anything If I could have it go anyway, anyway it go like this Take it back to a couple years yesterday To our first kiss In that moment I loved you This isn't how I ever saw it going down In that moment I wish I knew that and what I know now We won't break if we let go
could say anything You can say anything Always say anything 